You are listening to highlights from an episode of The Creative Process featuring award-winning poet Alice Fulton. If you want to listen to the full interview or learn more about The Creative Process and its projects, visit www.creativeprocess.info. Do you know, have you found this, and then uh, we can t- sit down to the conversation, have you found this sometimes, Alice, that you know, you're not sure, like you've been to, I've been told, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what something is good or bad. I, I just like did it quickly, so I can't tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, and I'm, this relates to youthful writing too. Um, and then someone says, "Oh, that's really great." I'm like, "Really? That was like written in five minutes. Why?" You, <laughs> <laughs> what about this one that I struggled over? You know. <laughs> so no, I'm saying, yeah, there's something to be said for spontaneity, and sometimes you get these things that are just gifts. And they can be the best, the best things that you write and other ones that you struggle over, not so much. But, you know, in both cases, I don't sometimes know whether other people are going to like it. I might like it, (laughs) but I have no idea what other people are going to be thinking of a certain, a certain piece. But what you began by saying is really relevant, I think, to young writers, um, that you write differently when you're young. And you you might think, as you were saying, Mia, that it's going to be a progress narrative, that in other words, you get better. Uh, and you do, in some ways, maybe technically learn the craft, certain elements of craft, but um, there are things you can write when you're young that you cannot write again. And it's to do with even technique and um, the way that you're writing them, and you can't go back and, and create that feeling or that time that made you write that way. So I always think with young writers that what they're writing now should be very valuable to them and save it, to save it. And um, later you change and the later work is good too. But, But it's not some kind of progress narrative where it necessarily gets better all the time. The young work can be terrific and exciting. I found that out because somebody once wanted me to sort of write an early poem again. It was a musician I was working with and it was, can you write one like how to swing those obligados around? And it was a long time after that. And I found I couldn't, I just can't, I can't do that again. Even though that was quick poem, you know, written very easily as you say, and um, not a hard poem at all technically, but just something I lost touch with that part of my, um, my writing. So yeah but i think you know what's also interesting is that we have we have rhythms and you know this more than i would know we each have rhythms and our rhythms change over time as well just as our body moves differently right Mm -hmm. so that thing even if the mind can even go there in memory there's something about our rhythm that's changed and i i guess that you would just sense it when you read poetry that you could tell the decade for you maybe Oh, yes. And I think the way we write changes. The rhythm of our writing practice can change as well. So that when you're a young poet, let's say, um, because I began as a fiction writer much later than I began as a poet. So I never began as a young fiction writer. But I can say as a young poet, um, you know, everything is interesting and everything seems I can do it. And everything seems available to language. So there's a great uh, quickness to it sometimes and spontaneity. Uh, and they are written quickly, and that is rhythm. 
there's a quicker rhythm to the writing. You know, you'd write a po you might write five poems in a day, or you might write two. And later on, you might spend six months on, on one poem because the bar has been raised in a certain way, or you're expecting more of yourself 20 years down the road. You, you don't want to write the same kind of poem that you were writing when you were young. And also you realize time is getting short. You need to address the big questions. It's no longer going to be, I saw a woman walking down the street with a clown face on or whatever, you know, and that's cute. It's um, later on you think, oh, I've got to get to those things I always kind of meant to write about and I never quite let myself. And that can take six months to approach subjects that are deeper, harder, more dramatic. Um, so, yeah, your practice itself has a rhythm that, that changes, I think, over your life as a writer. And as long as we're on this, I think it's interesting um, about you're talking about a certain kind of, maybe not a responsibility, but, you know, to, to address the, the serious questions or to address in poetry what cannot be said in prose or not in the same way, or that the essay, because I know you've also written essays and short stories too, but you know, maybe there's some things for poetry and that, that can give it, that can explore some of those serious issues um, in ways that aren't touched elsewhere. So you feel that there are really things that you have, like in, in your lifetime as a poet had to address. Yes, yes. And I think those things change too, as your life changes. Um, because writers really write from character and from experience. And, and as you get older, you've had different experiences. And so the deep things that you want to address change. And your consciousness might be raised about issues um, that are important, that weren't on the radar before. So all of that, all of that comes into play. Um, and I don't know, maybe it, maybe it gets harder because you expect more of yourself as you get older. And also because every writer, if they have a public presence, has criticism. And criticism is a kind of birth control where you know it's people saying, oh, you're not doing that well. And if you internalize that, you slow down. But I think your question was actually more about what poetry can do as well, that fiction and essays don't do. Um, I think it, it addresses, I have a, a little saying, poetry is about what happens now. Fiction is about what happens next. Fiction has narrative tension. And it's um, always trying to get the reader to turn that page. You know, even great fiction, but it's, it's about character. And poetry can be about anything. And it doesn't have that kind of need for a narrative tension. It's about language and feeling, and it can be about every line is the now, the moment. So poetry is about what happens now, in that we look at the line and we're with it. We go to the next line, we're with that. We, we end the poem and we're there. But there isn't that sort of fiction is about what happens next, where you think, oh, I can't wait to find out what's going to happen to that character. Poetry doesn't have to do that. And it's a great liberation to just be with the language and be with feeling and an idea uh, also. You know, what you're writing about, it might be, um, as you, you began by saying global warming, it could be about the environment. It could be about 
social wrongs that are important. It could be feminism, it could be animals, um, animal studies, cruelty to animals, or feminism, um, Black Lives Matter. Uh, it could be any of those social things. But it also could be very deeply about feeling. You know, poets who write about the greatest traumas and the greatest things that we go through. Um, Emily Dickinson, who wrote so much about, um, about death and about the things that we all have to encounter. And those are the deep subjects that poetry gets right to. There isn't any sort of, we're waiting for that to happen. It's right there in the page. And the first stanza, maybe uh, that's not the only thing poetry can do. And one of the things I love about it is that it really can do anything. There are narrative poems and there are poems with characters, there are poems with people. But in a sense, that's not the important part. They're there, but they're always there in service, in service to something else in the poem, uh, a language, idea. Uh, and poetry has to be seductive in its own way. I think it has to, um, for me as the reader, I have to find something fresh, surprising in the language. It can be the oldest idea in the world, ideas of time or death, um, losing people that you love. But poetry tries to say it in a way we've never heard before to wake us up. It's, it's a slap, it's a, a hand clap. And it, it tries to awaken you to ideas that perhaps you, you know, but you've never heard that way before. That's one thing it can do. And it's a great art form, and I was drawn into it very young, <laughs> so in high school, really. And um, I found I, I was continually interested in it. Want to get involved in exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info.